everyone. Welcome back to Our Golden Twenties podcast. It's Sadie and I'm back with my co-host Tegan after taking a week off from the podcast. So Tegan did a little solo episode last week with her husband and her brother. Mm -hmm. And Teg, I listened to it and I absolutely loved it. I was like, yeah, it's just so funny to see like it was a Q&A episode. You guys need to go listen to it if you haven't listened to it already. But it's just so funny to see difference in like thinking. And one of the yeah. big things that stood out to me was Tyrell being like, these are hard questions. And mm-hmm. I'm like, these are things I talk about with all my girlfriends over like yeah. dinner and drinks every Friday night. Like, <laughs> yeah. This is what we come on the podcast and talk about every single week. So I don't know. It was just so funny, but I loved it so much. Yeah, one thing that was interesting to me is one of the questions was, why don't men ask out girls in person anymore? And Mm. both the fellas said, like, I only ask out people in person. Like, or those are the only actual dates that I go on. I prefer it. So then I'm like, there's this disconnect where... I don't know. It was interesting to me that they both said the same thing. And I think like the answer to that is obvious where it's like, you know, you're putting yourself more out there is more vulnerable to be asking people out in person. But yeah, that was just interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. After every answer both of them gave you, you would be like, interesting. Yeah. It's like (laughs) me too. Like that was my exact reaction as well, because it is just interesting. And fun fact, that's like, well, that's those guys are the only guys we've had on the podcast. Usually we're like yeah. girl power all the way over here. So that was fun to switch it up. And yeah, loved it. So that's just a little plug. Go listen to that episode. <laughs> I was off last week. I was visiting my sisters in Quebec. Um, my oldest sister is getting married the beginning of August. So we threw her bachelorette party last, like on the last weekend I was there. So the week leading up to it, I was with my sister in Montreal and we were just like, you know, getting all the stuff uh, sorted out for the bachelorette. And it was just such a fun, but very busy and exhausting week. So while I was off work, off the podcast, I feel like I came back extremely tired and like drained (laughs) and I needed another vacation already, but not to complain. It was nice to have time (laughs) off. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like there was something in the stars that was making things chaotic because I did not leave. I was just living my same old life here. And I also felt the same chaos until uh, July 18th, I think it was, which was a new moon. And then it was like all of a sudden, Mm. oh, yeah, feels nice. So then I was like, maybe there's some cosmic energy going on that's making things bananas because... I was just like, there definitely is. There's too much happening. Yeah. That's literally been my whole Instagram feed, actually, is like, what, like, the sky is saying kind of thing, or what the stars are saying. And it's like, I don't know too, too much about this, but it's how the south and north nodes are like shifting signs. So they've been Scorpio and Taurus, but now they're going Libra and Aries. So that's supposed to be like shake shit Mm. up for the next 18 months or whatever. So. You're right, Teg. There's there's something going on. We need to have our <laughs> our our golden twenties astrologer Taddy back on. <laughs> yes. Every time something's going crazy, we're like, yeah. come back, please help us. Come back. Please help. Yeah. Yeah. So funny. 
Well, speaking of just feeling chaotic and all over the place, we are going to be talking all about kind of that feeling, I guess, but in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And a big thing Tegan and I have been kind of talking about just like in our personal lives is just feeling uninspired at work or feeling burnt out. And both of us are, you know, we find we're both ambitious in our job and our job is important to us. So when we're feeling uninspired or chaotic at work, it often bleeds into other areas of our lives. And, you know, it's just like a toxic cycle kind of thing. So we thought we would just chat chat it through with you guys today on the podcast and also give you guys some tips, aka give ourselves a pep talk if <laughs> you're also feeling the same way. And again, just to kind of rant it out, chat it out and try to turn things around for ourselves as well. Yeah, 100%. I feel like this is a very common feeling in your 20s, especially as you get towards the latter half of your 20s, although maybe you could have this experience in the beginning. But I feel like there's such a buildup towards like, I'm, you know, going to high school so I can pick my major for university and I'm going to university so I can get my dream job. And here I am, I'm doing internships and, you know, volunteer work so that I can get this dream job. And then it might not be you know, what you pictured it, or mm -hmm. it might not be as great as your entire life leading up to it makes it seem like it should. And so yeah. I feel like it's very common to once you start working, be like, oh, this is just my every day. This is For my nine my to life. five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Until the end of time. And I'm just supposed to be good with that. And so I feel like that's part of where this feeling starts to come in in your 20s yeah totally and I definitely want to talk about this more but something that struck me a few weeks ago and I'm like having a hard time letting go of but I feel this episode and like chatting it through will bring me the closure I need mm -hmm. but I was probably I think actually the beginning of June my mom came for the weekend. We went to Ikea. We got some furniture for my office space and I finally like brought some order to the office space that's typically my like dumping grounds for everything so I was feeling good but I was going through all these like random papers and like folders I have from uh, college and just a whole bunch of random stuff printed resumes from when I was applying to jobs a whole bunch of stuff and this was while I was like organizing into my new shelving unit thing and mm -hmm. I found this like portfolio of work actually first of all I found a project from college and I was probably in my second year, I think it was. And I was so young, <laughs> so young. I yeah. knew absolutely nothing. But looking at this project, I was like, damn girl, you had no idea what you were talking about. But mm -hmm. this is a killer project. Like, I love yeah. this. It was still very like on brand for myself. And I had to mm -hmm. essentially create like a boutique. And then I had to say like, what is the boutique called? how what's the product that we sell what would the store fixtures be what would the lighting and the flooring and like the ambiance of the store feel like and I went right. to school for fashion business management so this might explain why this project is this project but anyways <laughs> looking at it I was like yeah. this is so me still to this day and like it was such like good branding it was great then I also found, I guess, like my resume and cover letter, but also like a mini portfolio I used to land a job in 2019. 
And looking at that, I was like, oh my God, this is again so good when I really was applying for a job that I wasn't a specialist in. And it was, I was having a lot of imposter syndrome about it. But looking back on it, I'm like, no wonder you landed that job. This is a killer portfolio. Like this is great. And the decks I was presenting my information in, like it was like beautiful PowerPoint slides. And looking at it, I was so proud of my past self, but I was also Mm -hmm. like, where the heck did this girl go? (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm so tired. I'm so jaded. I feel so uninspired. Like, Mm -hmm. I dread logging into my computer every morning. I don't know the last time, you know, I like created a deck this beautiful as I did in 2019 to apply for this job. Like, you know, it was just like this feeling of like, man, remember when I was young and energetic and excited about my career? And then to Mm -hmm. your point, Tag, now I'm in it. I'm seven years post-grad and I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I have to do this for another 40 years? Like, what the hell? So it is nice just to, I don't know chat about it I guess no we're not alone in this and mm-hmm. also just to I don't know remind ourselves to not take it so seriously so that is what we're gonna do today <laughs> <laughs> love it yeah I think that as much as you know just time makes things change I also think sometimes your role can sometimes change at least like for me I work in social media the social media landscape has changed a lot in you know the seven years that we've been working and this I think applies to lots of different job markets not just in social media but with you know technology changing as rapidly as it is and even you know newer things like AI things are always changing and that can change how you feel about your job as well. I also think that, you know, as you get promoted, that can change how you feel about things as well as as companies grow or shrink, that can really change how you feel. So it could be that when you started at your job, it was perfect, but they had to lay off some people and now it's just not the same vibes or, you know, they've had to grow exponentially and it's just disjointed. So I think that there are lots of different reasons that you could be feeling sort of uninspired or burnt out at your work and they're all valid. I think another thing to remember is, you know, when you're starting out and you're excited as you, you know, share, you just got this great job on LinkedIn, on Facebook, you, you know, went on a company retreat, post on your Instagram, and slowly as you realize this isn't what I expected, or this isn't really inspiring me the way I thought it would, you can feel like I'm the only one who's going through this. Everyone else has cool jobs. Everyone else loves their jobs. Everyone else's jobs pay them more, it seems, whatever it may be. Remember that like no one is posting them, you know, working the late night hours at their job or posting even their salaries. You don't know what anyone else's work is like. And I can guarantee that everyone has moments of hating their job and they're just not posting about it. So I think that that's another thing that needs to be normalized, especially in like the LinkedIn influencer era where people like so weird people are trying to work that LinkedIn hustle by just posting about like how great their job is how great they are at it and it's you know a sales tactic to 
sell themselves, but it's also not always the full reality. Totally. I don't know what it is about LinkedIn influencers, but I just feel like, and I'm so sorry if this offends anybody, but I feel like they're the most like fake influencer out there. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where I'm just like, I just don't believe you love your job this much. Or like, yeah. I don't know, no it one just does. strikes me. <laughs> Yeah, it just strikes me as ingenuine where I'm like, this is just really hard. Like, I want to know that exactly to your point, Tag, like, you have struggles, but you find ways to overcome them. Or like, you're navigating office politics because they're impossible to avoid. But again, you know, this is how we deal with it. And like, this is how we keep motivated. This is how we keep inspired and things like that. Like, I think that's way better than, I don't know, just being (laughs) like, oh my goodness, like leadership and I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. No, 100%. Yeah. Sorry. How did I just <laughs> put that out there? My unsolicited opinion. But I think another thing too, like I know I mentioned Tegan and I really value our jobs. And I think for both of us, our jobs are a large part of our identity. But I think it's really important, especially when you're feeling uninspired at work and kind of going back to what I was saying where that can lead in or bleed into other areas of your life, it's important to remember that work is just one piece or one pillar of your life. And there's so Mm -hmm. many other things that you can find joy in. And it's okay if, you know, work isn't fulfilling right now. And it's funny that I say this. It's ironic even because at the beginning of this year, I made the very conscious decision to not focus on work and mm-hmm. to focus on my social life post-COVID to, you know, just kind of figure out, you know, who I am as the world opened up again after lockdowns, all this stuff. So I consciously was like, I'm just going to take the paycheck and that's work. Like I'm not working towards a promotion. I've been hustling since mm-hmm. I graduated. I'm at a spot where I'm happy with my title. I make enough money to support myself. I don't need to hustle. And now I'm like, what the heck? I feel so like uninspired. I'm not being ambitious. I don't know what I'm working towards. And it's like a reminder to myself that I chose and need to continue to choose and like remember that there's other areas of my life that I've set goals in and Mm -hmm. that I wanted to focus on. So I know I've mentioned how it can be helpful to view your life as a pie chart and kind of break it up into, you know, different things that make up your entire life and your entire pie. So maybe work is one of those slices. Like I said, maybe your social life is another one. Maybe your health and wellness is another one. Your relationships with friends, family, your significant other, all of these things like work together to bring you fulfillment. And Mm -hmm. it's not just all reliant on one piece. So I think that's a really important thing to remember when you are feeling stuck at work or uninspired is work doesn't have to be everything. And I think in the summer, especially, it can be really hard to be inspired at work if other areas of your pie chart or other pillars in your life, like your social life or your travel chart or travel piece of the pie, whatever you want to call it, if Mm -hmm. those areas are like booming right now, you know, you probably don't have enough energy in a day to also feel super inspired and passionate at work if you're also, you know, planning a trip, booking a trip, 
going out for, you know, concerts and all the fun stuff that comes along with summertime. Yeah. I also feel like it could be the opposite as well, where if you're spending too much time on work, it could be burning you out because you're not giving enough attention to the other pieces of your pie. So if you're like, totally, you know, working late every night and hustling to get things done and you're like, but this is just not making me feel inspired. It's making me feel worse. It's probably because you're neglecting those parts. Yes. I love that. I feel like there's a misconception that you can just like power through burnout. Like if I don't stop, I can't crash. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I've had that thought so many times. It's like, I'm not allowing myself to crash and burn essentially where it's like no sometimes yeah you need to relax and when I mean sometimes I mean often probably more often than you realize you need to take a step back to actually recharge give yourself some space some you know time to regroup so that you can come back to your task or your job or whatever it is with a fresh mind fresh mindset and actually make a dent in whatever you're trying to do. Yeah, I think sort of related to taking a step back and reflecting is to try and identify what in your work is making you feel this way. If it's like mm-hmm. you feel inspired until you have a meeting with that certain coworker, maybe that's your boss, maybe it's just someone you collaborate with and then they just like zap the motivation that's what the problem is. Maybe it's certain clients you work with, or maybe it's you used to like your role, it changed, or you like this part of your role, but you don't like this other part, the tasks associated with it. I think that identifying what is triggering these feelings can be a good next step. Yeah. And this is where I'm going to do the shameless plug to talk to a therapist. Like I feel Mm -hmm. they can really help you figure this out as that outside third-party person Um, and they can really help nail this down and for me I feel like I really bucket it into three well first of all I think it's also impossible to have the perfect job like I really unlike what these LinkedIn influencers are saying I don't believe the perfect job exists like there's always going to be something that's stressing you out or killing your vibe Mm -hmm. but You just hope you find a company and a role where the pros outweigh the cons. You know, it's it's not that there's no cons at all. So that's not a negative thing. That's just like something that I feel like going back to your point, when you're striving to for this dream job, it's -hmm. like even when you get this dream job, you're still going to have bad days, you know, and I think that's a good thing to accept. But anyways, going back to I like to like look at kind of my job or my feelings do this reflection in three parts where it's like, is it my actual role that I'm unhappy with and like feeling Mm -hmm. uninspired by? Because I think when, you know, if you do read like kind of business books and whatever, they always talk about like finding what you're passionate about, figuring out how to turn that into your career and play into Mm -hmm. your strengths and things like that. And it's like the hardest thing you can possibly ever do is motivate yourself to do something you really hate doing. And I think even an example of this, like on a personal level, is I've realized I really hate making content, (laughs) Mm. (laughs) which tag, I'm sorry, like 
I'm always like, Tag, I need to make more TikToks. I need to make more TikToks. But the truth is, I hate making TikToks. Therefore, Mm -hmm. I procrastinate it all the time. You know, like it's just something I don't enjoy doing. And Mm -hmm. then on the same like vein as that, oftentimes I'll be like, why aren't I an influencer? Like, why don't I just (laughs) make content and become an influencer? And it's like, that's because I hate making content, you know? But also in a corporate setting, one of my job, past jobs, I left because it was doing a lot of photo shoots. And Mm -hmm. that's also making content, but on a much larger scale for a corporate company. And it was draining. It was stressful. It was not fulfilling. I did not like Mm -hmm. it. And that's why I left the job. You know, it was my actual task weighing me down. In other jobs, it or another bucket, it could be the people. So like you were saying, Tag, maybe you dislike your boss. Maybe mm-hmm. you don't think they're there to support you. They don't like, they're not helping you um, grow and like mm-hmm. learn. You just don't get along with them, whatever it is. Maybe your leadership style or their leadership style and your learning style clash, like it happens. Could also be if you're a manager, maybe you're managing a team that you really don't like and you didn't hire them, you know, like it could be that, or it could even be the company culture where it's just, you know, you don't feel encouraged to do your best work. Again, you don't feel like you can grow. You don't stand for what the company stands for. You don't share the values Mm -hmm. as them. All of these things though, I think are very different from one another. If it's your role, the people, the company culture, and this, if once you kind of identify what is it that's making me feel uninspired or down in the dumps, you can try to avoid that when you apply for your next job or you can maybe try to address it by making a change somehow. So for instance, if it's your role, maybe you apply, but you love the company, maybe you apply to a different team within the same company. But if it's, you know, you are fulfilled by your role, but you dislike the company, then apply for that same role at a different company. You know, like I think once you identify it, you can come up with an action plan on how to solve it and how to Find what makes you feel fulfilled. Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes sense. I also think if you are stuck in the cycling of like, I hate my job. I'm so burnt out. This place sucks. Taking a step back and removing yourself from the details can help you. Because I find if you're like in the middle of a busy week and you're thinking about like, oh my God, I've been working on this PowerPoint for four hours and then my boss just came and shit all over my work. And, you know, if you take a step back and just be like, okay, it's not that big of a deal, that can also really help. We have something that we say, which is like, you're in PR, not ER. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Every once in a while, it's like, you know, I think about my job and it's like, you're freaking out because a TikTok didn't get posted. A TikTok. Like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard, right? And so it's yeah. like, sometimes you just have to reframe your thinking, too. I think it can also help if you're trying to reframe, reframe things to think about why you're working. Like, why did you make the choice to, you know, go for this job? Why do you make the choice every single morning to get out of bed? and sign into your computer is this job like a step to achieving your dream job is this you know the job that pays for all your vacations and that's like the number one thing in your life like sometimes it's okay to remind yourself you're logging in to do your best and get paid so that you can pay for the things that you enjoy 
and mm-hmm. like your work doesn't need to be any deeper than that yeah I love that so 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 much and I feel like that's something that I really struggle with when I do view my job and what I do as a large part of my identity where it really is hard to make that separation you know but it is so so simple exactly like what you said where it's like at the end of the day it's probably not that big of a deal if something gets posted late or like I don't know you need an extra day on this project like I don't know. It is interesting perspective to have. That's for sure. And it's also your company doesn't pay you the amount of time you spend like worrying about something or like the amount of time you spend Sunday nights fighting the Sunday scaries. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it's like, why let them have that time? You know what I mean? Like really what you're getting from your job is that paycheck to put food on the table or buy your groceries and pay your bills, pay your rent and like have security in your life. It doesn't need to be that deep all the time. I love that. Yeah. Especially I think certain industries become like so full of themselves where it's like relaxed, like you're not saving lives today. Totally. You're in advertising. It's not that big of a deal. That's it. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, I deal with this a lot. This is also really rooted, I think, in some companies' culture, company Mm -hmm. cultures, where some of them are just very hustle culture. And I find this even at like my work, where if we have a bad sales day or a bad sales week, we come on the like a weekly call, like somebody's died, you know, where it's like, hey guys, you know, doom and Mm -hmm. gloom. It's like the worst has happened. We've only made X million dollars this week when we wanted to make, you know, this much. And it's like, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't know. This doesn't, I know it is a like big deal for higher up executives things, but it's just like, can we just have this perspective for a second? You know, that this really isn't that big of a deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Tag, you mentioned using your money, your paychecks to go on vacation. And that was another point I really wanted to make is to use your PTO and take your breaks. Mm -hmm. PTO, paid time off, out of office, your vacation days, whatever you want to call it. I also want to call out your sick days. And I don't know what that's like in other parts of Canada, never mind in the U.S. and wherever you're listening to this from. But if you have paid sick days and you don't really get sick, those are days you're probably not being paid out for. They probably expire every year. So it's like use them as mental health days or use them if you're recovering from jet lag after a vacation Mm -hmm. or use your vacation days even if you're not going away. This is a big thing, especially through COVID and this whole work from home era where it's like, I don't have a vacation booked, like I'm not going away, so I'm just not going to take vacation days. And it's like, no, you don't need to go away to get benefit from vacation days. You just need time away from your desk and your job and, you know, the people that you work with to get that bit of a mental reset, even if you're just chilling in your backyard. So I really think there's a lot of power in using your vacation days. And it's funny because I'm somebody who never realizes how badly I need a vacation until my vacation is here kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, I can think back over the May long weekend or Memorial Day for the U.S. people like back a few months ago. 
my company gave us an extra day off. So instead mm-hmm. of three days off, we had four days off. And I, when they announced that, I was like, hallelujah. Like, oh my <laughs> gosh, this is the best thing ever. And I didn't realize how badly I needed just one extra day off. And it truly yeah. did make a difference. Like I just reach a point where I get snappy with everyone. I have zero tolerance, zero patience. You know, I'm just probably not the best to work with. And it's all because I haven't taken a day off in a while. So they really do do wonders. Yeah. Well, I also think if you are not getting paid overtime, you should not be working overtime. Or like Mm -hmm. what my work does is flex hours. So it's like if you work overtime, you can then take that time off later. I am keeping track of that. Like I am, I don't even know what, like I'm tracking this. I've got my documents going. I've got a spreadsheet of like, yeah, I worked 15 (laughs) minutes extra. So that times time and a half, like I am on it because it's like, this is a company they can afford to pay you. That's why they hired you. You do not get to work for them for free, period. You're not donating your time to this company. Like do not work for free, (laughs) So yeah. do not work on your lunch break. Or if you are, you get that break somewhere else. A lot of times it's like, if I'm working through lunch, I'm like, okay, signing off an hour early. See y'all tomorrow. This is my lunch yeah. break now. And don't be on your work email or your work chat when you're on those breaks, when you're not on. I mean, obviously this varies industry to industry. Some people need to have their email going. But if you don't, need it they can work within your mm-hmm. office hours like I there are not a lot of jobs where you need to be on the clock on your phone 24 7 yeah and I feel like even jobs where you are on call you're likely not on like you probably rotate that on call shift you know so I do think it that's a great point I also have been viewing my work lately this is again just feeling uninspired with my own job I've been viewing things as like give and take, you know, like Mm -hmm. I feel like when we talk about relationships, we're like, it should probably be equal amounts of give and take. Like you shouldn't be giving more to your partner than you're taking kind of thing. But I even feel like that with a corporate company as well, or like your job where it's like what you're, what they're giving you is a paycheck every two weeks or whatever your pay schedule is like. Maybe they're also giving you health benefits or some sort of like insurance or whatever that's great that's literally all they're giving you what they're Mm -hmm. taking from you can be your mental health your like you know pride your (laughs) like so much more Mm -hmm. than they should you know so it's like if you just kind of have that in your mind where you're like I'm giving more than I'm taking And I'm choosing to like put an end to that or I'm choosing to do that in this moment, but don't turn that into a habit. Like, I don't know. I just think that can be an interesting way to look at it as well. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I think in, at least in Ontario, there's also with the whole work from home boom and COVID and everything, there is a law around disconnect from work policies and companies have to have these and this policy is literally like you cannot be contacted outside of work hours if you are you make up the time like I don't Mm -hmm. know it word for word obviously but it's kind of along that gist so if you're 
again, company culture is extremely demanding and, you know, you think it's wrong, like look up what these policies are like and chances are your company actually has one. They're just not abiding by it. So just something to be mindful of. Yeah. Well, and I think even if you're a person who's like, I'm, you know, putting in the extra time, I'm grinding for that promotion. Like, fair enough. There are phases in your work life where you have to do that, but still keep track of it so that when you're asking for that raise or you're asking for the promotion, you can be like, I worked X amount of overtime. So my pay should reflect that. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually a great point that I don't think I made, Tag, kind of talking about those different pillars in your life or mm-hmm. pieces of your pie, is that's what I found with myself. And I know I gave that example earlier where like some years I'm like sitting down in January writing my yearly goals and I'm like, I want to make this amount of money. I want to mm-hmm. change jobs. I want this title. Like, and I'm very career focused and that's kind of my theme for the year, if you will. But then I have years like this year where I'm like, no, you know, this is my word of the year. And it's actually more about like my healthy habits outside of work, my social life, whatever. So I do think it's normal to go through phases of life where it's like, yes, work is more important. And yes, maybe you're hustling towards a promotion or wanting to change companies or whatever it is. So I do think, yeah, it is, it is an interesting thought. And I don't know, normal thing to go through this like flux. But I think a big part of that and kind of on this whole idea of like taking breaks and whatnot is that that can't be your focus, like being in grind mode, always being focused on your career year after year for 60 years straight until you retire. Like that's not realistic and isn't actually going to be productive. So it's just important to, yeah, look at those other areas of your life and take breaks. Yep, exactly. Well, and I think the last sort of point on how to battle this feeling uninspired, feeling burnt out is to try and switch things up. If you're like, you know what, my job's okay, I can live with it, it pays me well enough, like switching careers maybe isn't doing it for me, look into just like reorganizing your desk. I do this every once in a while, especially if I'm like, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed, what is going on? I look at my desk and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's covered in crap. That's probably why I feel this way. Totally. I know I just mentioned like redecorating my office or moving Mm -hmm. around where my furniture is. Like that was a big one where I moved my desk in front of my window. And that was just like, I don't know what it was, but that was revolutionary for me (laughs) to just sit in direct sunlight all day, every day. Like that made me feel more inspired. But it is a little thing that can have a big impact, that's for sure. Even little lame things like changing your desktop background. I don't know why that like hypes me up. Changing my virtual background on like Google and Zoom calls also gets me hyped up because I'm a big loser. (laughs) Like a new journal, a new pen or, you know, a notebook if you use one of those, a new planner, even just like changing the soundtrack. Every once in a while, I'm like, oh, my God, why am I so angry? And then I look at what I'm listening to, and it's like angry early 2000s emo songs. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, that's probably why. But yeah, then if you change it, it to like every once in a while, I'm like, I just need productive lo-fi. And then oh, yeah. away I go, you know? So sometimes it's like really little things that can kind of change your mindset. Yeah, I love that so much. 
as someone who does work from home, I often look as a way to switch things up as like getting outside my house to work. So Mm -hmm. that might be going into the office if you are given the opportunity or if there is like a hybrid model available to you, that could be a good way to switch things up. I will say if the people are what is making you dislike your job, that might not mm-hmm. <laughs> might not be an answer for you. Same with like uh, maybe social gatherings with work people, like if people are just, you know, organizing a social mixer or something. I feel like all of these things really depends on like your um, work environment if you want to go yeah. to this, but this can be a good way to switch things up. And I think especially working from home, seeing people in the flesh and being like, oh, right, you're a real person with your own problems, with your own family, with, you know, mm-hmm. your own responsibilities to go to work and make your money and whatever. I feel like that sometimes minimizes the tension that builds up by just emailing people and dealing with them virtually all day, every day. So that can be a great way to switch it up. Or even if you don't want to go to the office or you don't want to see work people in real life, Maybe you try working from a cafe or co-working mm-hmm. space and this could be totally on your own or maybe it's, you know, going with your friend who works for a different company, but you both work from home and can work from the same place together, if that makes sense. Like, I think these can be really great ways to switch things up, but it is a little bit more, I guess, effort than just like tidying up your desk and whatever. And for me, I don't know. I feel like I always get fresh ideas when I'm sitting Mm -hmm. somewhere different. Like, for instance, when I was in Montreal, my sister had to do some work. And I was like, that's fine. I'll just take my laptop and I'll just work on some, like, social content for the podcast. Like, I don't know. I was also creating little signs for my sister's bachelorette, whatever. So I was working away. But we were in cafes. And I was like, this is so great. But to actually do that by myself in Toronto, I don't know. I feel insecure about it for some reason. But... I really enjoy it the few times I've done it. So this is me saying, telling myself to do this more often. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, even like if you're someone who works from the office every day, if you have the option to be like, I want to work from home this one day, that could change things up. Or I even Mm -hmm. like I am subscribed to some YouTubers who like travel, but without taking paid time off because they just work Uh. remotely from wherever they are. And I'm like, I feel like that would be like, obviously it would be difficult because you're traveling, dealing with different time zones and stuff. Right. But I also feel like that could be really inspiring if you're like, I just need to get out of here. So I'm going to, you know, rent an Airbnb that's in the middle of nowhere and work from there for a week. Or if I'm going to go visit my parents or whatever it is, I also feel like that can be a nice change and can change your perspective. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's the person I aspire to be. Meanwhile, I can't even work from a cafe by myself. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know. Someone I'm subscribed to now, I'm not going to be able to remember her channel name, but when she travels, she goes everywhere for two weeks and she'll work Mm -hmm. one week there and then take a week off. So I was watching a video of where she traveled to Hawaii and would work during the day and there was a time change from where she lived so she would get up pretty early like you know 4 or 5 a.m and then the rest of the afternoon she would have off to just like hang out in Hawaii I was like that is Mm. just living life girl yeah (laughs) I was impressed yeah please find her channel and send her away because I I feel like I definitely need some of that energy in my life 
Yeah. And she was solo traveling too. So it was just her yeah. doing her little job. Oh I was like, damn, that is so cool. That's that's very inspiring. I yeah. love that so much. Yeah, I think if you've gone through all the things we were talking about and you're like, no, I'm still miserable. None of these ideas would work for me. Honestly, it might just be time to look for a new job. Like if it's yeah. that soul crushing, soul sucking, I don't know what else, soul something else. But <laughs> like sometimes you just have to move on. Or if you're feeling unvalued, totally. like you just got to cut your losses for your own, you know, mental wellness. We've all, I feel like, been in jobs where we've reached a point of just like, I cannot be here anymore. And that is when you, you know, just take the next step and who knows what could happen. Yeah, that's that's a good point. We've all been there and we'll yeah. probably be there again in the future. So can be hard. And I always dread applying for new jobs because it takes so much time and effort and energy. Yeah. But yeah, it's a good point. Great. I think that's where we'll leave it this week. We do put out a new episode every single Tuesday and we have quite a few work episodes from the past. So make sure you're following and subscribe to us and check out some of those older episodes if anything we mentioned resonates with you. In between that, we post on social media. We're at our golden 20s on almost all the platforms and we also have a patreon page which is the best way to show your support for the podcast that's everything see you next tuesday <laughs>